person in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on my the Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Okay. A little early. A little early. Try to get hit it one more Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Day. All right, we got a new board out. We're just getting the rhythm together, that's yeah, all. You know what I'm saying? Dance steps just a little off. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Just a little off. Just a little bit. You know bit. what I'm saying? Right move, wrong time. Just a little bit, just a little that's bit. That's all, that's all. He don't know how to two-step yet. That's all, he'll get it. He'll get it he'll a get little it. bit. All right, well, good morning, everybody. If you live on the East Coast, or I should say New York, New Jersey area, Boston, we are expecting a Nor'easter. Now, mm-hmm. by the way, Nor'easter was supposed to come last night. Mm-hmm. Nor'easter didn't come last night. No. I kind of like that. And the reason I like that is because I don't ever want the weather to be too predictable. I don't want man to be able to know what Mother Nature is going to do. No, nah, I don't know if I like that. And the reason being is, you know, in Jersey, a lot of the schools are closed. My kids' school is closed. But in New York, they haven't closed the schools yet. So yeah, they're not these kids will go to school. And then on the way home, it'll be horrible. And then they got to try to get the buses home safely. Well, you're right, but that's the mayor's fault. The mayor, like I saw last night when the mayor posted that, hey, New York schools will be open tomorrow. So I don't know what he knows that everybody in Jersey don't know. But, hey, that's why I live in Jersey. But, <laughs> you're right, me too. <laughs> so far, they've canceled nearly 2,000 flights, so make sure if you're traveling, you just check on your flights. See the airports, no? I told my daughter last night, I said, um, oh, New York schools are open. She was like, I don't care. When my principal makes a decision, it's her, her decision is final. I'm like, okay. <laughs> told you. All right, fine by me. All right, all right. All right, well, uh, let's get the show cracking. Oh, let me shout out to my son. I know he doesn't have school, but he's up early this morning. Um, last night, he had a playoff game. And I talk to him all the time and tell him about never take your head out the game when you're playing. And they were down 15. And usually when they're down that much, it's a wrap. He's not going to come back. They they lost his basketball last night. And they came back and they won by seven. They were down 15 in the fourth quarter, came back and he busted ass and they won by seven. I was so proud of him. Not because of the win, because he didn't put his head down. He didn't give up. Never he, give up, And Logan. he kept playing. Never right. give up. Remember that when you ask him for the keys to the Phantom, okay, when you get your license, all right? No matter how many times your pop says no, never give up. You keep asking over and oh, over boy. and over for the keys to that Phantom, okay? My all right. Goodness. All right. We got front page news. What are we talking about next? Yes, we are going to be talking about the mayor of Nashville, the first female mayor. Mm-hmm. She has had to resign. We'll tell you what happened. It all has to do with money, theft, and affair. Craziness. Okay. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. Get your ass up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, let's talk about this weather, Yee. Yes, uh, it's going to be pretty bad out there. It's another nor'easter that is going to strike. It's the second one in the span of a week. Heavy snow is what they're saying. So everywhere from Philly to Boston, this will affect you. Make sure you check your flights if you are traveling. They're saying more than 2,000 flights have been canceled. Mm. And I'm sure that number is going to go up. It's going to affect about 50 million people. Somebody told me to shut up. It's snow 20 inches. Where the hell did this snow 20 inches at? Oh, I don't know. Well, you're probably just lying. That's just Twitter. Don't worry about it. Never mind. Not as yet. We're supposed to get about a foot of snow in New York and then in Jersey, well, maybe I, two I, feet. I hope it wait till the weekend when I don't got to go nowhere. I, I don't mind being snowed in on the weekend. During the week when you got to commute to work, man, snow is trash, by the way. Mm-hmm. I thought about that last night as I was uh, bringing the trash cans uh, closer to the house. I was sitting to myself. When I was young, growing up in South Carolina, we'd love to see a little bit of snow because it was very rare. Now, living in New York, New Jersey, I see it all the snow time. is trash. You don't want to see it no more. And it is pretty when it falls, but then after a day when it turns black, ugh, <laughs> disgusting. And where you want to go now, yeah? And let's talk about this mayor in Nashville. Mayor Megan Barry has announced that she is resigning. She gave her announcement at a news conference yesterday morning. She had to admit to felony theft. Here she is. Well, my time today as your mayor concludes, my unwavering love and sincere affection for this wonderful city and its great people will never come to an end. Now, she was the first female mayor uh, of Nashville, and she made history in 2015. And she was very popular there. She has like a 70% approval rating, and she also, her only son, 
fatally, uh, he died from a drug overdose last summer, and she was very public in speaking about that, and a lot of people could relate to her. But what happened was she ended up having an affair with her secu- her head of her security detail, Rob Forrest. You can't get no side penis? Well, I'm going to be honest. When the affair first was uncovered, that wasn't what really brought her down. It was felony theft of property. And that's because the two of them did a lot of traveling. They would partake in domestic and international travel for work. So she ended up spending about 30... He ended up spending about $33,000 in expenses. And he got $50,000 plus in overtime on top of his salary. And nine of the trips were just the two of them. But wouldn't she have to travel for work anyway? And he would have to travel with her because he's... Well, that's why it's only $10,000 that Mm. she has to pay back. But you got to understand, none of those trips was just the two of them out of those 10 trips. So it maybe wasn't necessary. Mm. A lot of different overtime, a lot of expenses. Mm-hmm. And they uncovered this because they found nude cell phone photos that they are saying is evidence that they were having an affair while he was being paid to be her bodyguard. Now, he's married. She's married also. So she apologized to his family. She apologized to her husband as well. Here's more from former Nashville Mayor Megan Barry. I am so sorry all the pain that I have caused my family and his family and I know that that God will forgive me but that Nashville doesn't have to I mean if you're going to cheat that's the way to cheat you cheat with someone that just has that has just as much to lose as you you do you know he's married she's married but I'll tell you something else fellas if you do have a woman who is in that type of uh, light or in that type of position and has to have a security guard watch him Security guards and personal trainers. Watch them. Definitely personal right. trainers She's as well. She's getting some yep. sneaky side penises probably from the security guard or the personal trainer. I'm just mm-hmm. telling you that right now, my brothers. All right. I don't think she should have to step down just because she got a little side penis. Well, though. that's not why. It was the money. The money it was that was of taken allegedly. Uh, ain't that technically hers too, though? The money that's Where's the money coming from? The, like, yeah. From the, the people? people that live in the city? That's the, the taxpayers' <laughs> money? Yes. Mm. I'm sure you would have a problem. With oh, I'm just saying, I wonder if she was traveling by herself without the affair, would they still be upset? It's just the two of them? I'm saying if it was just her, like if it was just her taking money for personal trips or whatever, would yeah, it still, still be, be mad? Yeah, yeah, you can't, yeah, just can't do that. that. Would it still be a resignable offense? Though? Yes. That's uh-huh. theft. Taking the people's money. And then a lot of it has to do with people being able to trust you as their leader. I think, and they did say, even after the affair happened, people were like, okay, these things happen. What does the security guard look like? I need to see if it was if worth it. If you ever vote TV, you can nah, see a picture. Yeah, yeah, oh, man, man, I don't know, man. So you wouldn't do it? Now, no, no, I don't think you would do it. What she look like? Let me see. I ain't see her. Here's Nashville Mayor Megan. Nah, she could do better. She could definitely do better than what I just saw on television. Well, it's not all about books. Yes, Obviously, they spent a lot of time. All right, guys. This affair is definitely all about books. Girls, all right. (laughs) All right, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night. Maybe you hate this snow. Or maybe you feel blessed. You want to spread some positivity. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, you know it's iPhone Sim. What's good? iPhone Sim. How you handling the weather? I'm on the road right now, man. It ain't really that bad out here, though. Nah, not yet. um, yeah, yeah, not yet. I'm in Yonkers right now. But anyway, yo, I still didn't get my taxes, yo. And I'm mad that I was supposed to get them last week. I would have been in CIAA balling with y'all, boy. And that's why, that's exactly why God ain't bless you with the tax money. Because God know all you're going to yeah, do is yeah. take it and go hey, blow yo, it. Charlamagne, listen, brother. You just said that when snow falls, it's white, it's beautiful. But after a day, it turns black and it's disgusting. Uh-oh. Oh, dear you, brother. What I got to do with your taxes? <laughs> Brother, you better stop. Don't give these pack-ass packages. No more fuel. You better stop, brother. Oh, my. Come on, now. We're not, go, we so not looking for racism. We're not looking for racism in the weather. Yeah. Stop it. Now, we're not doing that. Now, that's not what we're doing this morning. beautiful. Stop. Black is dirty okay. to you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hello, who's this? <laughs> Yo, what's happening? What's up, fam? This is Mike from Sturbridge. Mike, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. All right. Well, first thing is first. I hope my wife never has a job where she has to have the security or whatever else, the personal training. Personal training. Right. Yeah, man, I know. That was a good point. That was a good point. Sec- Charlemagne, yesterday you said that you had this white wife with a flat bottom, and her name was what? Uh, Rebecca. Yeah, all right. That's Re- what you got to stop there. Because, listen, my <laughs> wife's name is Rebecca, a.k.a. Becky, 
and she got the bottom, baby. Well, I'm not married to your wife, sir. <laughs> yeah, at all. My white woman no, is... You ain't, mar- you, ain't, you ain't married to my wife, but not all white Becky's got flat bottoms. All right, well, shout out to Big Bottom Becky. I ain't telling you about my yeah, white yeah, wife. Big Bottom Becky. Salute to your wife with a big bottom. My white wife got a flat flat ass. Becky got back. <laughs> all right, bro. Hello, who's this? Yeah, the Breakfast Club. I'll check y'all on, on, on TV. I'm in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You What's watching up, us on Revolt? Um, yeah, on my TV, I got Biggie Small commercial on. All right, okay. we'll get it off your chest. Thanks for the update. Yeah, that's, y'all have a good show. I like your show. Well, thank you, sir. I'm, you know, I'm very happy that more people are starting to watch Revolt. I don't know if it's getting on more cable channels or more people are just finding it, but I do see more people watching Revolt. Okay, you're doing good then. You know, you're doing good. Well, thank you. We appreciate all, right, all your Thanks positive update, reinforcement bro. this morning. Okay, then y'all have a blessed day. You okay. too. Thank you. It was nice. He just wanted to tell us nice. was on. I appreciate that. Just this. let us know that you're paying attention. Everybody, every now and then we need to know somebody in the audience. We ain't talking to ourselves. Hello, who's this? Hello? Can't hear you, boy. Take the phone out of your throat. Uh-oh. There you You're go. yelling at me. Now, what you were saying? Oh, this me, Butterfly from Baisley. I was going to tell you oh. why I'm blessed because I woke up this morning. Butterfly from Baisley. Go ahead, Mama. <laughs> I miss you, Butterfly. You don't be calling us no more. What's I up miss, with that? I know. My phone, and I be working a lot. And um, let me tell you, I'm blessed because I woke up with y'all, but I met, I dropped my phone we can tell. Oh, wait, I'm on the phone with Charlemagne and them. Hello? I'm right here, baby. All right, wait. They taking the phone from me. I woke them up. I'm All right, I'm going to talk a little lower. They all taking right. the phone from cool um, What's happening? Hello? Who's Not, taking your phone, Butterfly? Where you at, Butterfly? Lower. Orphanage? No. Halfway <laughs> house? <laughs> all right, all right. Um. Anyway, don't get it. Please don't get it. We don't want butterfly, her to get in trouble. I don't, I don't know what's trouble. going on so have, here. A, have a blessed day, baby. My goodness. Get I don't know where Butterfly chest. at when she don't got no phone privileges. And she don't have a good whisper voice either. Not at all. Hell no. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this Kurt Big Foolie. What up, Envy? What up, Charlamagne? What, what up, Angelique? What's up, Kurt Foolie? Get it off your chest, bro. Yo, yo, I just want to hit y'all back. Let y'all know what's going on with me, feel me? Uh, I'm going out to Houston, Texas. I want people to check me out out there April 20th, 420. Y'all come get loud in the rotation. Get, All right, bro. What do you mean get loud in the rotation? That sounds like you're giving away weed. What do you mean get loud in the rotation? <laughs> Yo, the show called The Rotation, you feel me? Everybody needs to bring out their loud. <laughs> All right. So it's, it's, a, it's a, oh, a place where you go to smoke weed? No, they perform it. I'm going to tell you something. Y'all presentations suck. All right? I don't know what it is y'all trying to sell us this morning, but your presentations suck. Hello, who's this? Get loud. Hello. Hey, what's your name, Mama? It's Jade. Hey, Jade, get it off your chest. Well, first of all, I'm from Detroit. Shout out to Detroit, but I live in Houston now. What up, though? What up, though? <laughs> um, but I live in Houston now. Traffic is nuts. About two days ago, I don't know, it was about three, four o'clock in the afternoon. I ended up on the side of the road, had to wait for a tow truck to come get me, paid $70. They took me to a 24-hour discount tire shop. So I got a tire. I was good to go. I paid $50 for it. The next day, do you know the exact same thing happened to me? Damn. Oh, my gosh. On the side of the road, again, the same tire on the same side popped. What kind of car? I have a 2014 Kia Soul. Was this in Houston or in Detroit? Houston. Houston. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. For you, the same thing happened to me. I, I, I had this, uh, I don't know why I even bought this car, but I had a Jaguar, and literally every three, four months, I had to get the same tire replaced. It would just bust flat all the time. Okay, Charlemagne, your little humble brag. We ain't have to know about the yeah, right. Uh, and, guess, <laughs> but guess what? Guess, and guess what? Guess what I did? I took that car right back because that's what happens when you go chasing waterfalls and you need to stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. Hello, who's this? Uh, Antonio. Hey, Antonio, get it off your chest. I made it out because uh, y'all never got Tisha Campbell on the show yet. We, we never, never got, got what? Tisha Campbell on the show. We trying, man. Yeah, she canceled, I, I, I think, my, at the I, last minute. I'll go ahead and call man. You probably get that go find me. She nah, man. Tisha the homie. I saw me and Tisha actually worked together. Uh, we did uh, Hip Hop Squares together. And then I went to her um, her, 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 her lounge called the Zen Lounge in L.A. Tisha's a very, very cool person, man, in real life. Well, hopefully we can get her up here. Now, yeah, we got rooms on the way? You play her music. You should play her music. She got music? 
Yeah, she got records. She be putting out music, man. Oh, you'll be the only country person in the country playing it too. I'm sure on the radio. Oh, great! You should do it. We can set it off. Show some love to Tisha. Drop on the clues box to Tisha Campbell. Goddamn it! All right. Tisha Dwayne. Hate to see y'all uh, parting ways. Wayne Martin. All right. Well, we are going to be talking about Rihanna. She has yet another new venture, and I'm sure this is going to be successful. It's a great idea. Also, imagine your girlfriend catches you supposedly cheating with Black China. We'll tell you who that just happened to. Okay. All right. We'll get into all that when we. Come Come back, keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, everything that Rihanna touches turns to gold. Now, that's been true with her cosmetics line and also with her clothing line with Puma that she has. Well, she's going to be launching her own lingerie collection as well. It only makes sense. Well, she be modeling them too, though. I'm so sure. Yeah, I'm sure she, she definitely will. wears all the stuff that she has invested in. So this lingerie line hasn't received an official release date, but samples have already been re- uh, been produced according to a report. So I'm excited to see what she's going to come up with. What's the line for women with her? Body type or what? I'm sure it's going to be all different everybody. body types. Everybody. Okay. Because, you know, she's tall and thick. She built like a kindergarten pencil drop I'm on the clothes. I'm sure it'll come in all Rihanna. sizes, just like her, fen- her uh, Puma Fenty clothes. Okay. To uh, cater to everybody. God bless Rihanna walking around here looking like a kindergarten pencil. All right, now, Sway Lee <laughs> from Ray Sherman, his girlfriend is accusing him of cheating. Now, she posted on her snap, you love sucking people N-words D's, huh? What? At Black China. Oh, come on now. You, I you didn't know. finish. <laughs> I know you made it seem like Sway <laughs> Lee was out there. Bomb. I said, whoa, I like, finish. damn, I know Sway Lee ain't got no type, but Jesus Christ. Jeesh. And then she said, y'all can have each other at Sway Lee. And she's been posting saying that she's single. If you remember, this is the same young lady that actually poured the chocolate, chocolate syrup all over his Mercedes G Wagon. First of all, who would cheat with Black China getting that trash ass fellatio? After you saw the video and you saw how trash it was, why would you go get some? Maybe that was before the video came out. That's true, too. Now, Sway Lee, in, in his behalf, posted a picture on his Instagram story and it just said, I should have saved my energy. And that's what he posted. They're basically saying, yo, the head, there was trash. The fellatio <laughs> was, was very trash. trash. That's all that was. That's a good way of saying I should have saved my energy. All right, Dwayne Johnson, he had to thank the paramedics and everybody that helped him out with a medical emergency that was with his daughter. You can't imagine how scary that must be when you have to call 911. Mm. But here's what he had to say about the people who helped him out. Emergencies do happen. We're up um, all night in the emergency room. We had uh, something scary that happened with our little baby girl, Jasmine. She's okay now. Uh, Thank God. But I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who was involved, so caring and compassionate and responsive. And to all you mommies and daddies out there, you know, when emergencies like this happen, I just highly recommend uh, that you stay as calm and as focused as possible because our little babies, energetically, they pick up on what we're putting out, especially in times of stress. I respect it, but, you know, my anxiety is bad as it is. And when you're talking about our little girls, that's our heart outside our body. I don't know if I'm going to keep calm depending on the level well, of emergency. I, think it's yeah, probably, right. I, I guess that's why he's thanking them, because he said they really helped walk him through everything and keep him as calm as he possibly could. Because the main thing is that you don't want your daughter to get all frantic that's because true. you're frantic and you want to make sure you handle business and do everything they tell you to do when there's, an, when there's a medical emergency. He wasn't specific mm-hmm. about what it was, but he said at least he got those instructions on how to treat her until the fire department got there and everything. Yeah, they, you know, Dr. Oz did that for me. Remember, I was wilding out yeah. and I was going crazy because my daughter was very, very sick and Dr. Oz called me. He calmed me down. Because you really do feel the pain mm-hmm. of your children. Like, even, you remember when your parents used to say, um, this is gonna hurt me more than it hurts you? Even yeah. when you gotta discipline them. Like, even if I gotta pinch my daughter a little bit, I, it hurts me when I hear her cry. But you know what, too? And I, and I know, I don't know, I know I don't know, but we should all learn. Do any of y'all know CPR? No. I actually learned it. I don't know. I've never had to do it. Me and you should know CPR, not for us, uh, each you, other, you but... You can't wait to do CPR. <laughs> you know, you know okay, what? yeah, y'all should, should practice. When we come back, we're going to have DJ Envy and Charlamagne practice no, CPR on you each other. I think this Time's Up movement is gender-specific, <laughs> but you're going to get enough of sexually harassing. I'm not I'm saying... All right, all right, guys. That is your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. And I just want to give a shout-out. My best friend just actually had her twins yesterday. Yes. Congrats. So shout-out to my girl, Santi. She's sending me pictures of the twins. Oh, nice. So sweet. So congratulations to her. I'm so excited. 
excited. That's why I'm really in a good mood this morning. Well, salute to Santi. Yes. Are we just going to let DJ MV sexually harass me like I that I didn't this say you. He I wants was, to save your life. I said we should. Yeah. You know what? He wants it. to save Angelina, your life. It. it is one, two, three, four, five, six people in this room. But he looked me dead in the eye and said, me and you should learn Well, CPR. maybe he cares more about you than the rest of us, and that's what that means. Because we have kids. We have kids. We don't have kids. We have kids together. What is your problem this morning? My two dads. We do not have children together. My two dads, Bert and Ernie. You know what? Forget it. Front page news is next is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Jerks. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in front page news. Now, let's talk about this weather on the East Coast. Yes, they're saying there's another nor'easter that's going to strike. About 50 million people will be under winter storm watch or warning when this happens. And they're saying so far nearly 2,000 flights have been canceled. There'll be heavy, wet snow, and this is going to be from Philly all the way to Boston. Mm. Well, wasn't it supposed to come last night? Now, they said some of it was going to start last night, but it was supposed to really hit in, in the uh, commute home, they're saying. It's supposed to be very, very heavy. Well, I hope not. You know, and I really do like when meteorologists get it wrong because I don't want to think that man can predict what nature is going to do all the goddamn time. Right, and, then, and you know, we're already, this is the second Nor'easter that's hit in the past week, so they said this is going to really affect people. There's about 100,000 customers who don't have power as of Tuesday, so it's going to hurt those efforts because of those strong winds. Well, and plus I got my wrinkle in time screening tonight at 7 p.m., my big daddy-daughter date. So that's why I don't want it to snow. Me either. neither. I have my book club meeting tonight with DJ Beverly Bond coming through for Black Girls Rock. She started Black Girls Rock. I don't want to reschedule my book club. Well, good luck, guys. I am, I'm not rescheduling. Okay. I'm letting you know that right now. Rain, good. snow, sleet, hell. We're going to be watching Wrinkling Time tonight with our daughters, okay? <laughs> good luck, guys. Now, let's talk about uh, this Nashville mayor. Yes, the mayor of Nashville, well, former mayor now of Nashville, Megan Barry, has announced that she has resigned. Here is her announcement. Well, my time today as your mayor concludes, my unwavering love and sincere affection for this wonderful city and its great people will never come to an end. Now, just last July, she lost her son in an accidental uh, drug overdose, mm. and his death was complicated in part by morbid obesity, but... The public actually was very supportive of her. They could relate to her. She feels that when she hurts, we hurt. We're a family. That's what one resident had to say. She did speak openly about her son's struggle with drugs, and she hoped her own experience and transparency could help others confront similar problems. But she did have to step down after admitting to felony theft, and that is for property over $10,000. She has agreed to reimburse the city of Nashville $11,000 and serve three years probation. That's because... She had an affair with the former head of her security detail, Rob Forrest. He also pleaded guilty to theft of property over $10,000, and he has agreed to serve three years of supervised probation and repay the city of Nashville $45,000. The two of them would often travel domestically and internationally for work, and that led to expenses racking up to about $33,000 for Forrest, plus he got $50,000 in overtime on top of his salary. Mm. Nine of the trips that they took were only the two of them attending those trips. They did find some uh, nude cell phone photos in Forrest's phone. So I'm, she has stepped down, and that's because of felony theft. I'm telling you, if, if, if your woman is in the light like that and she, she got a security guard, that's probably where she's getting sneaky D from. Security guards, personal trainers, and let's not forget drivers either, okay? Don't act like you don't remember Sean from Powell. All right, when he was driving Tasha around. That's not a real show. That's not real. But, it's a, a, but, but art is a reflection of life. And furthermore, the, uh, the, what is she, the mayor? Governor? Yeah, well, she was the mayor. She was the, the mayor, mayor of Nashville. Nashville. Uh -huh. If you're watching us on Revolt TV, this security guard ain't even worth losing your job over. Okay? Because when you cheat, first of all, that was the perfect opportunity to cheat. So you don't think he's cute? No. Because if you're going to cheat, right, <laughs> you should cheat with somebody who got just as much to lose as you do. He was married, she was married, so she had that covered. But come on, man. When you're having an affair, it's all about looks. You think you should be a little cuter? Yeah, yes! Okay. Well, I'm not going to participate in this advice on cheating. I'm just saying you're going to lose morning. your livelihood. And you ruin your reputation for that? Charlamagne wants a cuter guy. <laughs> Who would you lose yours for? What guy? I'm just simply saying if I'm going to lose my livelihood and my and ruin my reputation, it's going to be for something you way more like attractive than that. Oh, my God. Now, yeah, let's talk about McDonald's. Could you stop this? Oh, yes. Yeah, so McDonald's has just announced that they are going to be using, uh, no longer using frozen beef. Now they're using fresh beef in their quarter pounders. So what? they're trying to, yes. I guess, you know, there used to be frozen beef. And the burgers at McDonald's. Now they're going to use fresh beef. So this is going to never be frozen? Yeah, they're going to do They can't get it fresh now, every day. That switch, day. by the way, is only for quarter pounders. It's not going to apply to Big Macs and to regular burgers and cheeseburgers. So they're saying that's the most significant change to their system and restaurant operations since they started the all-day breakfast back in 2015. Another thing that they did... How are they going to have it fresh every day? Just the quarter pounders. They got pounders. cows in the back. 
just the quarter pounders. They also did, just a couple of years ago, remove artificial preservatives from the nuggets, Chicken McNuggets, and they took preservatives out of their ice cream as well. So, so they're trying to figure out different things to make the food, I guess, a little better for you. I haven't eaten McDonald's in years, but I'm going to tell you something, man. Them McDonald's the McDonald's commercials be looking popping. No, Listen, I haven't, I haven't when I was doing my detox, they bought some fries up here. Remember, remember that yeah, day? Yep, yep. I walked out into the lobby area of our studio. Can you and take one? It, no, I didn't eat anything. But those fries, McDonald's fries, no matter what, will always smell good to me. They do. And I used to always love quarter pounders. But my favorite meal to get was the number two, which was a uh, two ninety nine double cheeseburger with some fries. Or the two, or it was two different mm-hmm. cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Two ninety nine. That's it. Two Catch a polo. Take the pickles and onions off. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, Charlemagne. Yes. Tell us what happened when you took your, your daughter to school yesterday. Oh, well, well, I don't oh, know what it was. Oh, I haven't heard yeah, this story. Yeah. No, yeah, he was telling me behind the scenes, and no, I thought this was hilarious. No, this is this is very strange because I was uh, I'm putting I'm thinking about putting my daughter in another school, a school that's a, a little bit more diverse. Mm-hmm. You know, I want more diversity. And uh, we was at like a, a meet and greet for it yesterday. Okay. So I'm talking to this, you know, Asian woman. And, you know, they serving wine and all this kind of stuff like that. So at I'm talking school? to the, at the school. So, okay. so I'm talking to this, you know, nice Asian woman about the school and asking her does she like it and things like that. And she just starts making a lot of racist jokes, but like, about herself. Oh. Now, I don't want to call them racist jokes, but stereotypical jokes mm-hmm. about herself. And I'm standing there feeling awkward as hell. And then her husband comes in. Her husband was actually a white guy. And he starts making stereotypical jokes about her. Like what? I'm not repeating none of those well, I jokes. I want to hear them, and we need to know. Yeah, what did they say? It wasn't, you didn't say it's it. It's kind of so, relevant to the story. Yeah, it is relevant. So what did they say? I should have wrote them down and let Angela Yee say them. Give me a give. Why give would I be pen. able to say them? Because <laughs> you're Asian. Give me a pen. Oh, boy. Okay. Half Asian. All right, we'll, we'll give them a second to him to write this down. She said... All right, we'll come back with it. No, no, no. You no, got to do it I was asking her about curriculum. She said... Curriculum. You might as well just say it. <laughs> he almost said it, it yeah, right? Because you oh. talk okay. out loud while you hear it. Right, cool. Now, what did, what did she say, Angela? You read that. What she, what's that? Now, this is an Asian woman, says. correct? Yes. She said, I'm not good in math. Yes. That's what she said to me. <laughs> and then she started. Out of the blue? She, well, she, I was asking her about the curriculum mm-hmm. and stuff like Why that. Why can't she just not be good in math? No, she actually specifically said that and then goes, uh, don't believe the stereotypes. Then her white husband comes in and says this. This guy. This is a fact. Okay, I'm listening. Hold on. <sighs> Hold on. Now you know. By the way, I, I'm very now, good at math. Now you know why I was uncomfortable, right? And then her so, white husband comes in and says that. And says what? She can drive. Yes, and then she goes, "I'm really good. I should be like a NASCAR driver." Well, is that because they say women don't drive well? I don't know. They just both of them kept saying over and over. Good answer. Both of them kept saying over and over. Don't believe the stereotypes. I'm sitting there with two glasses of water in my hand because I went to go get a glass of water for myself and some club soda for my wife. And I'm sitting there like, "Am I on punk yeah, right now?" Don't believe the stereotype. You should have said. I don't have a big penis. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> okay? I didn't laugh. I didn't <laughs> joke. I didn't giggle. I, I just like felt mad awkward. I felt mad awkward, and I said, they got, they, I got to be getting punked right so now. So what's the question, brother? What do you do in those type of situations? What is the proper protocol? Because I didn't, right. and I know they probably thought I was like, Standoffish and stuff because yeah. I didn't laugh. You shouldn't. And have. I know they was they were saying those things to try to like break ice. And right. I'm like I didn't laugh. I didn't continue the conversation. Right. In fact, she said to me, "Oh, you got two glasses in your hand. Uh, you got to take one to somebody." I said, "I sure do." My wife is over there, and, and then she was like, okay, <laughs> "You have a wife?" She was like, "I'll come with you." And I, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I took the long way to get to my wife and kind of lost her. All right. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. What do you do when you're faced with stereotypes? That, no, no, no. What? What do you, what's the protocol when somebody is making ter- stereotypical, saying stereotypical things about themselves on purpose? Because that's right. what it was. Was no. it funny? No. No. Okay. Good answer. 800 <laughs> It wasn't funny. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. That was Drake. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, yesterday, uh, Charlamagne was visiting a school, thinking about bringing his daughter to. Yeah, I I really love the school, too. Uh, You know, I I want my daughter to be in a school with more diversity. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they had, like, a little meet and greet for, like, the parents and stuff yesterday. And I I was sitting around talking to this 
beautiful Asian woman. She had a, a, a Caucasian husband. Okay. All right. And and she started making like stereotypical jokes about herself to break right. the ice. Like I, mm-hmm. I asked her about the curriculum. 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 And and she said this. She started talking about how what did that say you? She said, I'm not good at math. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, Don't believe the stereotypes. And then she did like this weird chuckle. Mm-hmm. And then her husband comes out of nowhere and then he heard her. So then her husband says this. What is that ye? It says she can drive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not randomly. Right, and right. then she goes, Yes. I should be a NASCAR driver, whatever, whatever. At this point, I'm thinking I'm on punked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. La- I'm not giggling. I'm not laughing. I'm not partaking in this conversation in right. no way, shape, or form. They probably know who you are, so they were trying to be like, yeah, uh, maybe. Cool now, mind jokes. you, I love a good racist joke. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? But it, number one, it has to be funny. Right. And number two, I kind of got to know you to feel comfortable I'm with to, you to joke with each other like I'm, that. I'm, I'm with you. you. You know what? I think you should have put the water down and just ran off. I kind of did because she looked at me because I had two glasses of water in my hand and she goes, oh, you got to take one of those to somebody. I said, yes, my wife is right over here. She was like, oh, I'll come with you. And I was like, oh, all right, all right. You should have just been like, I don't understand. I didn't say nothing. I just looked at her dumb, and I know, and and I know they probably thought that I was like uh, being standoffish. That's fine. I, I was, I wasn't somebody that you could like just easily approach because I was just staring them with the blank stare. Like that's fine. What do y'all expect me to do? Right? Because now? if somebody would have been taping and you would have been laughing, it could have went all bad. It could have been Charlemagne's racist. Oh, if I would have jumped in with and, and and said something, that's you know, true. like that could have been bad too. You should have been like, I'm Jehovah Witness too. <laughs> <laughs> now, what would you do in that situation, Yee? Um, well, if the joke's not funny, like I'll laugh at something if it's funny and not think too hard about it. So that wasn't really funny. But um, I was just—I would probably just be like, I'm—I'm—I I'm, don't understand. See, I, I would make it awkward. I would just walk away, or I wouldn't laugh. I—I I, I wouldn't smile because you never know what people are trying to do, and especially if I don't know you. I should have said. I, I should have said I don't have a big penis. I should have said. That's what that. I told you. Yeah, that would have been a nice the little. Stereotype see, you know, because that'd have been sexual harassment, and see, then there's a whole other charge. That was both of them. It was her husband and a wife. Wait, was, you can't sexually harass a man with a penis. Oh, you're right. <laughs> why, do, why does Envy talk, man? I don't know. E, why do we let him talk? I don't know. What, is, what, is, I, what is he saying? I'm waiting for you guys to practice CPR on each other. Hello? <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Real Talk, calling from the Nine Dime in North Carolina. I'm not so calling no know. man Real Talk. I'm sorry. Is that Real Talk? If he, he said, said Real talk, talk, I probably won't try. I thought he said Rib Talk. I don't know what his name is. So what would you do in that situation, bro? Man, that's when you just say, hmm, okay, and just nod your head and say, well, I don't know where your view comes from. Yeah, see, the same thing. I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah, you just got to play dumb. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Exactly. That's you're right. how you do it. Okay, thank you, man. Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's Brittany. Hey, Brittany. How you doing this morning? You sound all chipper? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm I'm a teacher. I have to be chipper in the morning. All right, where <laughs> you coming from? Um, South Carolina. Hey, what part? Uh, Columbia. Actually. 803, well, what's happening? Yeah. Now, what would you do um, in that situation? Honestly, okay, so I have a lot of experience with this because I'm white and my husband's Puerto Rican, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so family functions, whenever we go and hang out with his family, it's always, oh, Tony brought the white girl. Um, <laughs> and it's funny to me because, I mean, I know they're, they're cool people. They're not saying it in a derogatory way. But anyway, right. um, the easiest way I deal with it is I just start cracking jokes on myself. I mean, who's easier to make fun of than a basic white girl? Okay, um, got That's you. family, though. That's family. You know them. Not yeah, strangers. No, no, no. I'm a teacher in a predominantly black middle school. And so with my students, you know, when I first meet them, uh, there is some skepticism. Like, I don't, I don't know about this lady. And usually what I start doing is I just start cracking jokes on myself because they think it's hilarious. You know, the kids, they'll put on music in their headphones and they'll be like, Miss G, you know about this? And I'm like, I'm too white for that. And they think it's hilarious. So so it is like um, an icebreaker. It is like a, 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 a let's try to make each other comfortable type thing. So that's probably what they were doing exactly. to me last night. Okay, But you got to be careful with yeah, that because when the, when the students start making fun of you being white, you can't get mad because you do it to yourself. Oh, no. I don't get mad. I'm I'm not one of those people. Like there are some people who take offense in you know conversations that deal with race, but to me, I feel like if you just roll with the punches and kind of go with it, um, as long as it's all in the spirit of fun, then who's really getting hurt here? It's not it's not an attitude of oh well, let me make fun of Miss G just to hurt her feelings. It's the intention. Well, Miss G does it to herself. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you. thank you calling. For th- uh, thank you for calling, Mama. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think that would go right for me, and I, I'm gonna tell you why. Like, did you know the, 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 the Asian woman and the white guy was making jokes yesterday? If I'd have jumped in with those jokes too and said something to her, I don't. I think it would be. It wouldn't be the same energy. You I don't weren't think so as comfortable either. to do that. All right. Well, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. What would you do in Charlemagne's situation? And by the way, I've had five agencies. That 
that do CPR, said they'll come up and train me and you how to do CPR. I, I'm going to film this. All right. This guy, man. This guy been trying to kiss me all for seven years. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know call us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Howdy, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne got himself into a little situation yesterday. No, I didn't get myself in no situation. <laughs> I, was, uh, um, I was at this uh, new school that I think I want my daughter to attend uh, mm-hmm. because I want her to be in a more diverse school, and this school is very diverse. And, you know, they had like a little meet and greet for the parents yesterday, and me and my wife was in there, and uh, I was having this conversation with, a, with an Asian woman and uh, her Caucasian husband. And the Asian woman started making a lot of stereotypical jokes about herself. It started with me asking about the curriculum in the school and she started talking about how good the math program was and then she said this, she... She said, I'm not good in math. Yes, and then she laughed and she said, don't believe the stereotypes and then her husband came over and said this... She can drive. Yes, just randomly out the blue because he heard her and she was like, I'm a great driver. I should be in NASCAR, whatever, whatever. I didn't laugh. They probably know who you are, that's all. And they were like, that's the guy's challenging. Let's go over there and joke around with him because he's always getting on people. Yeah. So let's just make fun of ourselves. But it just made me feel a little bit uncomfortable because I really felt like I was on punk. And then, you know, yesterday we also found out that there's people out here conspiring against me. Right. You know, in a very big way. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you all about that another time. Wait, what happened? Oh, he wasn't in that meeting. He wasn't in that meeting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's real out it's, here. It's real out here. Oh, it's real. It's yeah. real. They, it's real. They're trying to get me out of here. Yeah, they so, y'all, they all they That's another conversation. Another conversation. Another day. From, it's another conversation. But, so I was sitting there thinking, like, I got to be getting punked right now. Like, they must be recording me. So I didn't know what to do right. in that situation. So I was wondering, what's the proper protocol when you're in that situation? Well, you could have ran away. I think I would have dropped the stuff and ran because I thought it was a setup. Or you could have joked yourself. Mm. Yeah, you should have said, are you sure you're not good at math? Mm, no. Nah. <laughs> no. Nope. Hello, who's this? This is Carla from Boston. Hey, Carla, good morning. Good morning. What would you do in the situation Charlemagne was in? I think like in a social situation like that Charlemagne was in, you kind of have to laugh it off because they're making the comments about themselves. Mm-hmm. But I think if it was like a good friend of yours and, you know, you guys are hanging out and they start doing that, they kind of like probe them and ask them like, why you think that about yourself? Like, what's going on? But I think in a social situation, people that you don't really know, just kind of laugh it off because they're talking about themselves and then kind of move on. Right. Don't make oh, it more awkward. Oh, by the way, when me and my friends are together, we make, we make mad jokes about everything. Racial, sexuality, gender. If I, I joke with my gay friends about sexuality, I joke with my white friends about their whiteness, they joke with me about black. Like, we do that. That's, that's nothing when you're amongst your friends. Hello, who's this? This is Leisha from Fall River. Hey, Mama, now, what would you do if you were in Charlemagne's situation now? I would completely reassure them that they are 100% correct. Because white people love to sit there and stereotype people. And then when it comes to us or saying something towards them, they're like, oh, well, we don't only season with salt and pepper. No, yes, you do. Just a reminder. So, so I would reassure them that they're right. So I should have just been like, oh, okay, you're right. I was like, you are 100% correct. You sure are. And I would have kept it moving. Nah, I remain yeah. with you. I think mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. I'm going to keep this car in the middle oh, of the road. You could have just said, well, this is awkward. They could have said that. But mm-hmm. I, I like to just put the, the glasses down and run because now they know they'll never do it again. And they was laughing hard, too. Like, they just knew they jokes they were They should have said, now you tell a joke about yourself. They, listen, <laughs> she actually kind of gave me an out now that I think about it. Because she was like, oh, you got two glasses in your hand. You must be trying to take that to somebody. I said, yeah, i got taking it to my wife. She's like, I'll come with you. You, but she didn't come with me. Mm. Her husband did come over there, though. Mm. And I ignored him. Well, he can't. He was talking to my wife for a while. And <laughs> I was just, we talked a little bit, but I just, you know. All right, what's the moral of the story? Uh, I don't think there is a moral of the story, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think if people want to joke on themselves and you don't know those people, let them joke away. All right. All right. E, e, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we are going to talk about Usher. Some big news from him. And this was, I guess, uh, something we didn't anticipate. Okay. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has Well, it turns out that Usher and Grace Miguel are separating. The couple got married back in 2015, and they did release a statement yesterday saying, after much thought and consideration, we have mutually decided to separate as a couple. We remain deeply connected, loving friends who will continue supporting each other through the next phases of our lives. Why she broke up with him? Because of the herpes? Allegedly? I don't know, but there's been a lot of things that happened, you know, the herpes and all of that, uh, accusations. So Usher did go ahead and put his house up for sale that they have right behind the Chateau Marmont. 
And he also has another house that Both he, cribs, yep. Yeah, is listing for sale I, in Georgia. I hope that she's not uh, breaking under the pressure of all of these rumors, like Usher out here sleeping with the, uh, the young lady and Usher out here giving women herpes. I hope that she's not falling for the hype. Well, we don't know uh-huh. what's going on behind the scenes with them, but maybe there's some things that he had to make some confessions about. What is I know Usher really don't have herpes, though? How? Because she would have it, so she might as well stay. Not so. necessarily. Just because someone has it doesn't mean you 100% will get it. Oh. So. Okay. All right. Now let's talk about Will and Jaden Smith. Their company, we've been telling you about their water company. It's an mm-hmm. eco-friendly company, Just. They are vowing to donate water every month to Flint, Michigan, and the schools until the city water is drinkable again. So that's a beautiful thing that they're doing. They've already donated 9,200 bottles to Flint after reading about the city's water crisis and how the public schools are affected. They decided that those donations are just necessary. It's been since 2014 that in Flint, Michigan, they haven't had clean water. So that's that's a ridiculously Mm. long amount of time. So that's what Will and Jaden Smith are doing with their water company. All right, the Black Panther album is likely to be number one again this week on Billboard's 200 chart. So, yeah, three weeks in a row. And that kind of matches up with the Black Panther movie as well. Drop on the clues bombs for the uh, Black Panther soundtrack. Great album. Now, they're saying that Tory Lane should also have a, a pretty good debut album within the top 10 with 40,000 units is what it's looking like right now. I have never vibed to a Tory Lanez album before, or even a Tory Lanez project. I'm vibing to this one for some reason. like this one, okay. But you know why? Because I would always say that Tory Lanez sounded like a bunch of other people, which Mm -hmm. he did, but when you realize that he's actually writing for a lot of other people, so people had his wave before him, I guess you take in the music different. I really like this album. Shooters is a very, very tough tune. Shooters is dope. I had a great cardiovascular uh, exercise session to that song. All right, and Wendy Williams, they have set a date for her to go back to her show. As you recall, she had some forced time off, and that's because she's dealing with Graves' disease. Well, three weeks of vacation is what was prescribed to her, and March 19th is when she will be returning after that three-week break. Now, if you recall, she said nobody was going to step in for her. Correct. Here you now, go. would you ever have a replacement house for the show? How dare you? Who are you? <laughs> Well, it turns out that Jerry O'Connell is going to be stepping in. Oh, yeah. And guest hosting that show. You, you know them white people at Dead Ball Mercury, which is our production company. Mm-hmm. We got to keep these advertisers going. All right? So while you on your break, we got to have somebody yeah, they in They can't here run replays in. for three weeks. Exactly. That's a tough one. And then he's nothing like her, so it's not like she'll feel threatened. Like, oh, my God, he came in. People liked him better. Well, more importantly, I'm glad that uh, Wendy took three weeks off to get the help that she deserved because that was a train wreck. You clearly was, I said it before it happened. You clearly watching her on TV, and you could see that something was physically, mentally, and psychologically wrong. I thought she was on drugs. Well, Jerry O'Connell tweeted, love you, Miss Wendy. We will say it like we mean it. And she responded, hey, Mr. Jerry O'Connell, thank you for being my guest host while I'm out getting some much-needed rest. See you all Monday, March 19th. Well, I hope she comes back healthy. Absolutely. Or sober or whatever that, whatever it was. She healthy. Let's just disease, say healthy. Okay. So that's what it's, it is supposed to be. No doubt. Well, I just hope all, I hope all the boxes check out when she comes back. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Thank you, Miss Yee. Shalabang. Yes. Who are you giving your donkey to? Listen, man, I hate to sound like the old man. Okay, but you know, I am getting old out here in these creatures. This mm-hmm. is something these kids are doing that I just don't understand because I'm all about handling your own handle. What happened? All right, so four mm-hmm. after the hour, we're going to talk about somebody that hasn't been handling their own handle. And I've been on GoFundMe for the past hour trying to post Go F Yourself. And I don't know if mm-hmm. it's, you can't post curse words on GoFundMe or what, but it won't post. It keeps saying there's an error. But I'm going to figure this out. But we're going to talk about this four after the hour, goddamn. I'm confused. And you also, know what? that's why we're going to talk about it four after the hour. And also, Ask Yee is next. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can hit Yee. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Yeah, donkey of the day for Wednesday, March 7th. is sponsored by Grumpy Old Men Everywhere, starting with me. All right, it goes to a New Jersey man named Kenny Bachman. Now, Kenny Bachman is 21 years old. I don't know if it's Bachman or Backman. I'm going to say Bachman. Kenny is 21 years old, and he was out drinking with his friends in Morgantown, West Virginia. 
And he did what any responsible human being should do when they have had too much to drink. He called an Uber. Now, I know what you're saying. Well, Charlemagne, this is starting off good. Why are you giving a young man donkey at a day for doing what he was supposed to be doing? Well, here's the thing. Being drunk causes you to make poor choices, period. Doing anything except staying in your house and passing out when drunk is a poor choice. That's probably why public intoxication is a crime. No need to be out in the streets when you all messed up like that. Well, Kenny Bachman made a choice to call Uber while drunk. Now, mind you, he was in West Virginia visiting friends. And he just wanted to go back to where he was staying near West Virginia University. And then this happened. Let's go to CBS 3 for the report, please. The New Jersey man who mistakenly ordered a $1,600 Uber ride is now asking for help. Kenny Bachman ordered the hefty Uber after he got drunk while visiting friends in West Virginia. Bachman said that he thought the ride was taking him back to where he was staying in town. But instead, it took him home to Gloucester County. He has now started a GoFundMe page asking for donations to help foot the bill. <laughs> okay, now, I'm just going to assume that Kenny Bachman had his home location set for somewhere in New Jersey. And he hit the take me home button instead of entering the destination he was going to in West Virginia. And that's how his drunk ass ended up being taken from West Virginia to New Jersey. First of all, drop one of clues bombs for Uber. All right. That man who was driving that Uber should get 10 stars because not only was he doing his job, he's a great Samaritan. Because he could have looked at that address and said, hell no, I'm not driving that far. West Virginia to Jersey? That's 300 plus miles, five hours away. That Uber could have said, absolutely not. I got things to do, places to go my damn self. But he saw Kenny was drunk, so he said, F it. I'm going to get this man home personally. I think this Uber driver did more than he was supposed to do. And I wish I knew your name so I could salute you and give you the respect you deserve. Now, back to Kenny Bachman. He's not getting donkey today because he made a mistake, all right, telling the Uber where to go. That happens. The reason he is getting donkey today is for this. Did you hear this part of the story? Play it again. He has now started a GoFundMe page asking for donations to help foot the bill. The kid got a GoFundMe page <laughs> because he made a mistake. You want me to help you with your Uber because you was drunk and you didn't put in the correct destination. Kenny wrote on his GoFundMe page, because I went to it, blacked out in the Uber and woke up to a $1,600 dent in my pocket, and so far, he has raised over $500, okay? If you ask me, that's a dollar too damn much. This is how I know I'm getting old, because I don't understand what the hell is wrong with you kids. I don't come from this era, okay? I, I, if I made a mistake like this when I was young, I had to eat that. <coughs> I had to go sell some crack, some weed, what? Get, get a temp job, go cut some grass, wash some cars, go pick up some cans to take to the recycling bin. I, I have even looked to see how much you get for blood, how much you get for sperm. The moral of the story is, if I made a mistake, I made the mistake, and nobody was going to help me clean it up. I had to clean it up myself. And what really grinds my gears is the fact that my guy, my people, somebody that we all know, my man Jamie, from Eat Clean, bro. Jamie Giovinazzo. And I know I probably pronounced your last name wrong, but you know I'm dumb. My man Jamie from Eat Clean, bro, is paying this guy's tab. He is? Jamie that's, that's is nice. paying this... Shut your beige ass up. Jamie is paying this man's tab as a thank you for him not driving drunk. Jamie, no! We are not rewarding people for doing what they're supposed to do. He's not supposed to drive drunk. And I would pray that there's no kid out there who next time they get drunk says to themselves, man, I'm not calling no Uber. You heard what happened to Kenny when he called an Uber drunk. He got charged $1,600 and ended up 300 miles away. No, Jamie, from Eat Clean, bro. Okay? That's not the way none of this should work. Now, Jamie released a statement where he said the kid did the right thing. I'm really glad he didn't get behind the wheel. Even in that state of mind, he still made the right choice. Jamie, you should have called Charlemagne. Okay, you should have called Uncle Charlotte. I would have told you, make him work at Eat Clean, bro, to pay the bill off. Make him deliver some of those delicious, healthy meals to people. Don't just give him 1600 and tell him I'm happy you didn't drive drunk. I'm not rewarding people for what they're supposed to do. Have you, ever, you ever been talking to one of your homeboys and they're like, man, I'm babysitting. Who are you babysitting? My kids? Nigga, that's your kids. You don't babysit your kids. Now, for the past hour, I have been on Kenny Bachman's GoFundMe page trying to post this simple message. GoFundMe with a question mark. Go F yourself with an exclamation mark. 
But it keeps saying error. And now it's saying you have reached the maximum number of comments. Now, I don't know if it's comp- posted multiple times or that. All I'm saying is I hate these kind of GoFundMes, and they make it bad for people who really need help. You don't need help, Kenny. You need an extra job. I hate the mentality of when you get in a little financial trouble, you run the bag. Okay, you're not a hustler if your initial mindset is let me go beg for cash to get out this situation. You're a 21-year-old grown-ass man, okay, with two arms, two hands, two feet, two legs, okay? You got the strength and energy to go to West Virginia, okay, and go get drunk. Then you got the strength and energy to pick up another job to pay off this Uber bill. Then Kenny got the nerve. Listen listen to this, man. Uh Uh-oh. He got the nerve, the unmitigated gall to say... I'd probably take a Lyft next time instead of Uber. I have a personal grudge against Uber right now. <laughs> Why are you mad at Uber? Because you got drunk and you didn't put the right destination in. This is your fault. All your fault. What happened to personal responsibility and accountability? All right? Those are two things that don't exist in this era anymore. And Kenny, you are proof of that. Please give Kenny Bachman the biggest hee-haw. <laughs> We made a mistake. Man, shut yeah, up. Didn't shut your beige ass up. His bill did get paid already, though, right? He clean, bro. Play. So why does he still have a GoFundMe? Because he's a greedy little entitled millennial. That's why. Okay? But I, I'd shut rather up. him ask than no, you, self-crackle. Shut up. Shut up. It's a lot, no, that, out of all the things I named, those are the two things you hold on to, Fox News? Huh? You could have went and got another temp. You could have got a temp job. You could have got another job somewhere. You could have gave blood. You could have cut grass. You could have washed cars. There's all kind of ways to make outside. an extra no, dollar. No grass well, right shovel now. some snow. It's about to be a nor'easter. Go find a freaking shovel and go shovel some snow here in New York and New Jersey. Kenny. Well, I that's think lame. Kenny should work for Eat Clean, bro. Deliver yes, some food. That's the good now. And I wish Jamie would have called me because I would have told him that. Or they could just have Uber go with him and deliver all the food. No, ye. You know what? All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, Jamie, I have an extremely high Uber bill that me I need too. some help. No, nah, I, I was thinking too. I got a couple of high bills <laughs> that I need, you know, that you can help me with. I got like $180 on my Verizon bill, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I only pay the past due amount. But if you want to have me at zero balance, you can pay this other $180. I'm with you. Jamie, since uh, you just out here doing charity work. Shout out to you, Jamie. All right. Well, that's the donkey of the day. Now, when we come back, ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can call ye right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's going on? It's your boy, Chris. What's up, Chris? What's your question for Yee? All right, so me and my girl, like, we're good. We've been dating for, like, two years. We just had a little baby boy. Now, her baby dad pulled a gun on her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and sometimes it, it, it causes friction. In, in our relationship because I be wanting to, you know, like, yo, like... Be his ass. Let me see him. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? But she she looked at it more like, you know, that that's, that's my kid's dad, you know, woo, woo, woo. And, and I feel like, yo, why you taking up for dude? You know what I'm saying? I be feeling like that. So am I in the wrong? Because now, Chris, I feel like- I, I, let me just say a couple of things here. Number one, you should feel very protective over your woman. Obviously, if somebody did something like that to her, even though she has a child with him, no one should be pulling a gun on this woman. What if he would have pulled that trigger and killed her? And that's something that right. she needs to come to grips with. But number two, you can't get mad at her over how she's dealing with it because you need to be on her side. So it can't be her baby daddy pulled a gun on her and my boyfriend is attacking me because I'm not addressing it the way that he feels I should. Now you're both attacking her. Yeah. So she's a great girl. I don't want to lose her behind that. What you need to do is she needs to come to the realization that this is a dangerous situation for her to be in. What if he pulls a gun on her again? What if he pulls that trigger? What if he pulls a gun on her while she's with her ch- their child? Anything could happen. Right. Who knows what he's even doing with the child when she's not around? So what you need to convince her is that, A, something like this has to be on record. Because if there ever is an altercation between you and the baby dad or her and him, he needs to learn that this type of behavior is ridiculously unacceptable. He cannot do something like that. But you don't need to get yourself in the midst of all this and get into any type of altercation and end up going to jail over it. So what you need to do is let her know that she needs to file a report so that in case he tries something like this, he will automatically go to jail and that should make him think twice about it. But this is about the safety of their child and her safety as well. 
So what you need to do is be on her side about it. You don't need to be saying, oh, why are you taking up for him? Obviously, it's a situation where she isn't even sure what she's supposed to be doing or how to deal with it. She needs you to help her and maybe somebody that she could even speak to about it and to give her some advice that's positive advice about what she needs to do to move forward in order to make sure a situation like this never, ever happens again. Right. I appreciate that. Where's the wisdom, Angela? All right, Chris. And uh, But I'm telling you, you have to convince her to handle that because there's a lot of times things like this happen to women and those women end up dead later on. Right, right, right. And, you know, that's that's my kid's mom as well. And I would like for my kid to have both his parents. Right, and let her know it's because you love her. You're not jealous or why are you taking up for dude? It's not about that. Right, right. All right, Chris. I agree. All right, Chris, thank you, bro. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee, call her right now. It's Ask Yee. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is Whaley. Hey, Whaley. Hey. Good morning. What's your question for Yee? Okay, hey, Miss um, Yee. What's up, Whaley? Um, not much. Um, so I'm with this relationship I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. We've been dating for about three or four years. And, you know, I've always tried to keep it, you know, low-key and very simple. But lately, he's been acting real funny around his phone. Every time I try to pick it up, he's, like, real aggressive about it and, you know, super anxious. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering, like, what's going on? Like, do you, do you think he's cheating on me or, like, because I feel like we have open communication. Okay, a couple of questions, Willie. When you say touch his phone, is that something that you normally have done, like, just use his phone? Yeah, like, I'll pick it up to see the time or something or, like, you know, nothing serious. I'm not really going And then he it. gets super nervous. That is a little bit strange. <laughs> now, are there other indications that show you that perhaps something's going on? Or it's oh, just the phone? I, it, well, it's just the phone, but, like, that really just kind of freaks me out, though, because, like, why are you being secretive? But, like, why is me touching your phone making a big deal out of anything? Right, and it's never been like that before. No, never been like that. It I, definitely sounds like a red flag, Willie. I can't tell you for sure that he's doing anything, but I do feel like the fact that he gets nervous or and acts differently about you touching his phone does make it seem like he's trying to hide something. Now, have you told him that? No, I haven't told him that. I really don't know how to approach it. How do you think I should explain this to him? I think you should be like, okay, listen, it's been a little weird how you've been acting lately. Sometimes, you know, I've always been able to just look at your phone to see the time, and you've been very jumpy every time I've attempted to even touch your phone to the fact that it's making me feel a little bit uncomfortable and have making me have thoughts that I don't want to have. So let's have a nice open conversation about what's going on. I'm not trying to spy on you, you know, but we've never had these problems before. So naturally when somebody acts different, it throws up a red flag. Right. It's like a character flaw almost. You know, it's like this is not normal. Like, so I'm really thinking... Now, Willie, I would definitely, if I were you right now, just pay extra special attention to just everything that's going on. Because I do believe when people are doing things like that, in time, if you pay attention, it will be revealed. So just see if there's any other changes and things that he does. But you definitely should let him know so he's aware that you're aware. Right. I'm going to let him know and I'm going to stay on my toes. Thank you guys so much. Good luck. All right. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Yee anytime. Now, Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Nipsey Hussle and DJ Khaled. Find out what they're trying to do. They're about to be uh, huge, huge hotel owners, okay? All right. Not mad at it. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Nipsey Hussle. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, yes, not just Nipsey Hussle, but Nipsey and DJ Khaled are part of a group, an investment group that's trying to purchase the Viceroy Hotel, and that's going to be in Santa Monica. I love Viceroy's. Me too. Love them. I actually went to stay at a Viceroy that was in uh, um, Riviera Maya. Okay. That was beautiful. And of course... In Anguilla, which is now the Four Seasons. Yes, I used to love the Viceroy in Anguilla. That's the only Viceroy I've ever stayed at, but they are the Four Seasons now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so hopefully that all goes down for them. But if that does happen, then they will be the first minority-led group to own a high-end hotel in the Santa Monica area. Dope. We'll see what happens. All right, and Gary Oldman, we were talking about him after his Oscars win for Best Actor and his domestic violence charge against his ex-wife. Well, his son has written an open letter defending his father against these abuse allegations. 
allegations. Now, according to his 20-year-old son, Gulliver Oldman, he said, it's been troubling and painful to see that these false allegations against my father being written about again, especially after this was all settled years ago. There's a good reason that these specific articles and accusations subsided years ago. In my eyes, it is disgusting that so-called journalists have seen fit to spread and perpetuate the lie. So basically, uh, one of the kids who he allegedly beat his wife in front of is saying that that never happened. Right. He Mm. said, for me to write this letter is direct proof of this. Custody of children is not given to a wife beater and under most circumstances, hardly ever a man. My having lived full time with my father should be in itself proof enough. Well, so. the, yeah, the kid is an eyewitness. So if the kid's saying it never happened, then it never happened. you got to believe it never happened, right? And then he goes on to talk about his mother. He said, if it seems that I'm speaking ill of my mother... It's not the case. She's been a sad and very troubled person most of her life. Yes, she brought me into this world. She didn't, however, teach me how to be a part of it. So he said that it's just basically a lie, and it's brought so much pain and hardship for his father and for all of us. Well, good for you, man. Right is right and wrong is wrong, mm-hmm. and I like I like you calling an ace an ace and a spade a spade. So. All right. All right. Now, Netflix has announced season two of Luke Cage. They've given that season two premiere date, and uh, here's a little bit of the trailer for you. Yo, I'm Luke Cage. I ain't no You can't burn me, you can't blast me, and you definitely can't break me. I ain't no joke, joke, joke. You want to test me? Step up. I'm right here. Get paid, black man. Get paid. Joke, joke. You like Luke Cage? I, come on, man. I love Luke Cage. Well, it'll be available June 22nd. Yeah, I'm a huge Marvel guy. Jessica Jones actually comes out tomorrow, I believe. But, you know, I, I, I should not compare... Luke Cage and Black Panther, but I wonder how I'm going to view Luke Cage after seeing this wonderful world of Wakanda on the big screen. Mm. I shouldn't even compare the two, but I'm wondering how I'm going to view Luke Cage. Mm. All right, now the young woman who is accusing Trey Songz of striking her during NBA All-Star Weekend is now trying to get a restraining order against him. She says that uh, Trey Songz choked her, began punching her in the face several times until she fell to the ground, and then continued striking her until security pulled him off of her. Uh, the woman said that Trey Songz hit her with such force, it was as if two men were fighting and that she suffered bruises to her face and hand. Well, according to people that were eyewitnesses, they all dispute that woman's account also. And Trey Song's lawyer says that Trey has not spoken with Ms. Buera, nor has he attempted to speak with her since the night of the gathering. He said, according to people connected to Trey Song's, the woman has tried reaching out to his friends since the party, but they are not responding to her. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys later. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next, and we have an exclusive courtesy of our guy Nori. Now this is N-O-R-E. The, Nori, Nori, yes. another Norister. My this, guy Nori. This is the remix to Uno Mas, and it features uh, Wiz Khalifa and Miguel. Oh, Nori, I like how you out here cooking. First all of right, all, Nori's got you. Nori's got his show on the run, eating on, the run, on mm-hmm. Complex right now. You can go to Complex and watch it. You can binge all eight episodes, and he dropping new music. Oh, that marketing plan is and all in. And he has old. drink champs. All and right. he got Never drink. Forget. Champs, that marketing plan is all in. Oh, smart move, Nori. Well, let's get into it right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.